Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Sulia Podcast. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to begin today's episode. Like um, this evening was just dedicated to talking about the Afcon qualifiers, talking about Eddie Kitia choosing to play for England, and then talking about Manchester United and Chelsea's bad performance. But just before starting this episode, information reaching us is that Georgia Free has been disqualified from the GFA elections, and it's crazy that 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 is crazy because the whole backstory of this gfa election as to when we were going to have the election would even happen the date it's been crazy and for this to happen and if you follow Ghanaian politics just yesterday alan Martin had to bow out of the race it's it's, it's been tumultuous in ghana when it comes to elections right now to have the to help us have a better understanding of what's happening in the FA, we have Gabby Affair from CTFM to discuss the happenings with us. Gabby will equally touch a little bit on the Ghana game happening tomorrow and just help us make sense of all this madness going on. Yeah, yeah. It's awful. yeah. It's awful. <laughs> I'm doing good, I'm doing good. Yeah, so I'm in Kumasi. Um that's for the game, of course, the big one that tomorrow Black Stars play in Central African Republic. The final game in the Afcon, uh, yes, but that's next year. And I mean, like you already said in, in your intro, so out of the blue, there's this uh, information of verdict from the FA that Georgia has been disqualified. And I mean, I don't, I don't know how his entourage would this news, especially in the middle of where everybody's focus is, is on the Black Stars too. Uh, play Central African Republic and probably book one of the tickets to the Afcon next next um, year, uh, January thirty four. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So I I, I don't. I, you see, I'm currently I'm so stuck. I'm reading the judgment, and can you give yes. us like a, a, a brief summary? Because I don't want to take up much of your time. You have like good great work to do. You have the game to bring us tomorrow. What would you say? Happened? What went wrong? What per the EC's view did Georgia Free do to merit or to warrant this disqualification? Well, before I get into why he was disqualified, I think that um, it was coming. So, somewhere last, no, earlier this week, um, I was just monitoring what would happen because, you know, the verdict was supposed to. To be released, I think the GFA gave us a, a time of that the past Monday, and that was when they were going to put out a verdict for everyone to know whether the candidates have gone through the right process and yeah, was what used. This is I say fit for purpose for to stand the election. Then, mm-hmm. I mean, just today, the Black Stars finished their final training session ahead of tomorrow's big game. Just news all over. Um, that Georgia Fee has been disqualified. And the reason why he has been disqualified, that's uh, according to the, the statement the EFA released. They cited that the, his, some of the reps he presented were not uh, deemed enough or they, they were not, uh, they did not qualify to, mm-hmm. to um, I mean, to merit 
going forward. So the Leicester, if you watch what they put there, there is a new DBRC United FC Yakubu, yes. who is the president of the club. There is um, Kuku, a few of in Tiasari, director of Brooklyn City FC. There is also Richie Claboros FC, Jeffrey Asari. Um, that's the director. So they are saying that according to the GFA statute of Article 13 2J, 2019, the persons authorized to propose or support the candidates must be persons whose names are captured in a list of officials. Mm-hmm. You get it. So mm-hmm. specifying that those authorized signatories with the right to enter into legally binding agreements with parties, any charges the whole. So I mean, it's, it's essentially saying that the persons the free, um, the people the free presented are not qualified enough. The list of officials he presented are not qualified. And that's according to the GFA party. So clearly, he's gone against against it to to um, to go ahead or to to pass the version. And the question I ask myself is that if the he knows all this, why did he go on to mm-hmm. to send these people? You get the point I'm making. Yeah, I so, get the point. I mean, it's, it's it's a whole complex situation. And another problem I have is that the timing of the release is also is also a big concern. Yes, because very why not? I mean, everybody's focus is more on like uh, that would happen tomorrow. Why? Why? Why are they taking the FA so much time? And why are they taking them this time to to release it? And if you look at you said that statement, they said that they've given him three days to appeal. Mm-hmm. And depending on what will happen tomorrow in the game, whether the Black Stars win or draw, there's so many things that will go under the radar. I don't know how Jose Free himself will take this. Yeah. And I think that he also be asking lots of questions as to why the FA has released this at this point. And so, I mean, in my opinion, I think that I seriously don't agree with the time the FA has has Believe released it. Yeah. You get it. I think that they could have. It should have come a bit earlier, or it should have been a period where the it would it would be appropriate to 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 get him to the the statement that they put out there for, for the world to see. So, I mean, that's the letter I can tell that. Yes. So, I, 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 I have certain questions. I mean, I've spoken to some of, some journalists I know, and I think the basic grounds and understanding everyone has had is we don't need to jump into conclusions as to what might, might, must have happened because we know the GFA over the past years have had a very horrible reputation as to elections and some of the things that happen so in your in, yeah. in, in your view what do you think this will go anyway to auger foster boost or help the reputation the fa has or you think this is going to be very damaging because what this verdict essentially does is that we are going to have kids run for the position unopposed do you think it's good for the democracy of the gfa or you think as part of democracy is election and election has rules and so this does nothing to dent the dent the image of the GFE. You see, this, this is what I think. Me, I, I really think that and I don't have evidence for this, but I think that the Kets and his people would be very happy if they go on a post. And you look at the least the little things that are happening around the election. I think that they are excited to see all these things drag along. Remember, there is also the King Faisal injunction on, exactly. on the exactly. FA. And they are calling that the FA will start with the regional elections before it goes to the exco positions and then it goes into the presidential election. So all these things are things that ah, 
I don't know, some way, some way, I think that the FA is excited to see it happening because it means that it's going to drag all along. And I don't know how it would, what the verdict will be as to because we have, per, per the election roadmap, they believe it's September 27 that the election must be supposed to happen, yeah. right? Yeah. And now, even King Fighter's injunction has been adjourned again to, I think, Wednesday, September 17 or something of that sort. And together with this, again, also happened. I mean, it's in, in, in the FA's, uh, the reputation that has, it, it has, they, they have already, I think that it's, it, it, it's a bit worrying for me because I, I seriously don't see what they, what they want to do. And I, I don't understand. I, I think that, yeah, I'm, I'm only saying that I think that they, they accepted with the way things that yeah. are planning out for them. And I don't know if, because clearly the, the idea is, is for Kessie to go on a post. And I don't know what the thing for will be for, for your different people, to be honest. So, um, I'm, I, I, you can feel like I'm, I'm still stunned. I, I don't know how to approach this. I don't even know how Friday on the City FM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, is going I, I to approach this. Funny because look, everybody out there is actually shocked. Okay? Yeah, it's, it's really. I'm stunned. In a puzzled state, it's, a, it's really in a puzzled state as to why this has been released at this at this time. Yeah. at this at this crucial time. Why has it been released this time? So, I mean, I think me. Yeah, I think that this will go on and on. Regardless yeah. of the fact that the Black Stars do have a match tomorrow, I think that if we and people will, will not let this go under the radar. Exactly. I think that they would, they would want to drag this all along. And what I'm even hearing is that he would want to take this on to the Court of Arbitration. Because I don't know stops, yeah. but you see, what, what, what um, evidence will, he would have to be backing whatever he would exactly. want to Exactly. That's, that's, the, that's the question I wanted to ask. Because reading the judgment, it seems this looks like a rookie mistake. George Afrio, who yeah. has so much experience in Ghanaian football, wouldn't yeah. be making. So that's the question: Why would he make yeah. such a mistake? You see, Afrio himself, Afrio himself. If I remember, if my memory serves me right, I, I said I, I think I was I was the one only I was at the FA premises the day when um, both candidates submitted their nomination form, and George Afrio right after. Going through the process, he told he told every everybody, he told the media that he was going to expose certain rocks within the FA premises. I was looking forward to to see what exactly he would want to give to the world, but um, he went to meet for some time. There was nothing actually he brought up. I don't know if he doesn't have much because clearly one of the things he raised up was uh, the kids being an apotheosis, yeah, and an apotheosis that is running through the FA, employing people within his. Uh, uh, that has links to him in, yeah. into positions that are not supposed to be there and so many things I mean Jojefe himself raised uh, concerns about why Amini Shadow is the team manager of the Black Stars and certain people he's placed in certain positions in, in the four years first four years tenure. so I mean Jojefe himself has not produced brought up enough of the I say Jews to, to back <laughs> whatever he said uh, last week so I, I seriously don't know where this would, would end well, I, I think for now the best we can do is wait for Georgia Georgia Free's response. But one last question I have okay. is so for such a because there's this I know you are not um, a lawyer or anything, but one thing I at least I know legalese is you know for an error, it it's the question is does the error go to the root of the whole process? Is it yeah. vital enough to make the whole process and nuggetry because mind you he paid over fifty thousand fifty K for nomination form. It's like a process. Yes, yes. 
So does this the fact that he has one person on his um, nomination forms who uh, wrongfully swore an affidavit when he was not supposed to does it make the whole process a nuggetry or this is something you think we are going to ponder on for long because I don't I don't I, I think these are things that you can rectify along the way and not necessarily yes. make the whole process a nuggetry that you are disqualified. Yes, so I think if you remember in my initial point, I raised the fact that if if um, George knew that person he was submitting was not qualified, why why didn't they go ahead to to go on with the process? You get it? Or I don't know, was there a way where the election committee could have sent sent it there and just um, alert him or something of that Exactly when they saw it. Why then allow allow him to go ahead and later come and tell us that? Because I believe the names of the names that have been published were submitted to, to the, the elections from yeah. Italy and I don't know if they did the team check their background check on them I seriously don't know how the process was run so clearly there are so many question question marks on, on that part and there are some other question marks on just parts too so I think on both parties I, mean, I think that both parties are, are really on the wrong end then it's, it's, it's really confusing yeah. yeah yeah. so I think I think with time we are going to probably hear um the full side of everyone's story but then before i let exactly. you yeah but, but then before i let you go what how's the atmosphere in Kumasi like for tomorrow's game what what should we expect from the black stars how have you seen training like what what should we expect well, tomorrow well Tommy, so i got here um around 7 30 this morning okay yeah and from the early hours, so 7.30 to around 2, you could sense that people were focused on their business. People were just going about doing stuff. But they still had, or they still, they still have an idea that the Black Stars is down and there's a big match tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So later, around 3, you know, 3.45, we had Central African Republic holding their first training session mm-hmm. at uh, the, the, the stadium. And then later, they did their, their presser. So the presser happened before their, their training session. So... The fans were already outside the stadium and waiting to troop in and go watch the Black Stars do their training sessions. Because today's training sessions, it was open to the public and the media. Mm-hmm. The first two training sessions in Accra wasn't the same. So, And I, I, you know how Kumasi has been tagged as that fortress for the Black Stars? Exactly. That when they come here, every time they come here, they have good results. And clearly, in this Afcon qualifiers is shown. They have a 100% record in the home games. They are yet to lose. They won against Angola and Madagascar. Mm-hmm. And for you think admitted that, that they are hoping to continue in, in that uh, uh, continue without without record. So but to be honest, I was really impressed with num- the numbers that turned out at the stadium today. But the fact that it's just a training um session, people still wanted to see the Kudus, people still wanted to see the um I use the what and it's near my friends. And it was really impressive. And the whole talk about Andre's inclusion in the squad. But yeah. what I find from from the training, the last training session they had today is that you do not be surprised if you see Andrea on the bench. I don't think that tomorrow he start. So yeah, what yeah. I saw today on the training field, and you know, because the team had to divide themselves into two sessions, mm-hmm. and we had one side wearing uh, like a red, a red, a red jersey, and the other, the other side having a, a red jersey with a blue bibs. And mm-hmm. Andrea Yu was on the side where they had a blue bibs together with certain players who. Are not have not really yeah. functioned or have not ha- had a lot of game time with their clubs. So the, I saw Jiku in that in, in, in that bracket. So I'll not really be surprised. And don't be too if you don't see Andrea you in the starting lineup. But I think that there was a good 
um, atmosphere today. The atmosphere really later from around 5.30 to um, the time we left the stadium, that's around like 6.37 that way. It was really charged. As soon as the gates were open, they were, the fans were just flooding and everybody was just rushing to to, to the stands to, to see the, the team train. And um, it, it was a good session. A lot of, they were practicing a lot of shooting drills. Mm-hmm. I think that one of the things we Houston has to to work on tomorrow is, is how we struggle to score goals. And one thing I was particularly impressed I saw in training was that Anton Semenyo kept on hitting the back of the net. Yes. So okay. you can tell that he's somebody who will be leading the attack tomorrow, mm-hmm. not in Maximilian, because on the back of him scoring against Bambos, he's coming to, 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 to into this game with a lot of brilliance. I remember that he was the last, he, he, was, he played a, a huge part in yeah. the last two games he played when he scored mm-hmm. a, a very crucial goal for, for the Black Stars. So I think that if the boys are charged up, he's looking at smoking. Um, Central African Republic, the head coach, his name is Raul Savoy. Mm-hmm. He's a very interesting character. He gave us a really good soundbite. And, and, and you don't want to take them out of the teams that would want to qualify because remember that this year's half one is 2014. So it means that two teams would just be qualifying for each group. And in our group too, we would want to consider South African Republic. And for what Savoy said yesterday, he really sounded confident like he was going to put on the black star. Yeah. So I think that we are in for a good game. What, 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 if I mean, if I'm to pass any advice to the players, I think that we really must start on a good note. We must start on the front foot. We must get, put a lot of pressure on the team. And I think that one thing that will be huge tomorrow for, for the boys is, is the supporters. Mm-hmm. They need to throw to the team and, and really unsettle the, the, uh, the, the Central African Republic players. If we can replicate what we did to Nigeria, uh, here some time ago within the World Cup qualifiers. So I think that everything is really set for tomorrow's game of football team. Okay. George, um, <laughs> your namesake has gotten into trouble today, but <laughs> thank you for. I, I really appreciate. It. So just, just do, just do Gabby, just do Gabby, be fine. See Gabby. Let me yes, see. Yes, I am Gabby affair. I'm, I'm. Yes. I'm just. I don't know, but this episode would have to go out as any. As I have, we've ever done in this really episode, because this is what is happening right now. Everyone is buzzing and talking about it. Gabby Ofe, thank yeah. you, thank you very much for being here with thank us. You, thank and you, for me. Hopefully, thank you, for me. Yeah. you know, I wanted to ask you whether pencils injury would affect us in any way, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm the pencil injury. Well, let me quickly share something on that. So, um, I mean, I, I posed a question to to Pizut and I asked him if. Um, uh, Okay, so I think somebody asked him rather if his uh, of things would 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 um, come with some hamper the team's attacking sense, but um, he didn't really if he didn't really talk about the fact that his omission in the squad would would be a big mess. Um, so he he talked about the fact that he's um, invited that's what he talked to replace him. But during the training session, we didn't see there was no type of Fatal Fatal, so yeah. I don't think that he would take a huge part in tomorrow's game because you know there's always a friendly to play against Liberia probably yeah. you won't in that game but I really think that in the attacking sense that Black Stars do have quite some good players who can who can who can start up uh, who can start in that game tomorrow so I mean I'm counting the likes of um, Don Semenyon and Yasmiyama Jordan Ayu who's on good form for Crystal Palace to, to, to really take up some responsibilities in that game yeah, yeah. Gabi Thank you for joining us on the. This is your first appearance on the Sulia podcast. Hopefully, we have more episodes <laughs> and have 
talk football. All the best things if you come back. All right, all right, Exactly. We'll see you on the other side. Bye. All right. So that was Gabby Affair of CTFM. Um, I, I, I don't know how to. I think the best approach for this um, George Free issue is I think we should be patient and then wait for George Afriye's George, George side of the story because ah, these mistakes seem too rookie to be made. And um, in the course of the week, we shall come back with more episodes because, in as much as uh, Surya podcast is a it's a, it's, a, it's a footballing podcast. It is most importantly a Ghanaian, it's very Ghana, quote unquote, Ghana centric. So we'd have to cover anything Ghana. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on another episode of the Sulia podcast. Hopefully, we catch up same time next week. My name is Safo Kwame Oheneba, and this was another episode of the Sulia podcast. You can catch us on Castbox, I, iPod, any podcasting media, Spotify, you get your podcast from. Adios. Bye-bye.